0: Three scenarios where pushing the ball is a great idea. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong. Can you do it? Break right through. Can you move on wherever you Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Don't just forget to sign up for our group tennis lessons on Monday and Tuesday nights in Coconut Grove. Monday night is our intermediate class and Tuesday night is our novice class. To reserve your spot in class, log on to BackhandCity.com. Each class starts at 7.30 in the evening. Well, tonight's topic, three scenarios where pushing the ball Is a great idea. Now, obviously, pushing is a derogatory term in tennis. If somebody's a pusher or you call somebody a pusher, you're not complimenting them. Uh, A lot of times people get very frustrated playing pushers because all they do is just push the ball back and play. They don't try to hit it hard. They typically hit machete like slice where they just chop at everything and it comes over with a lot of junk on it but it's really slow. What they're trying to do is just out persevere you till you get frustrated and make a mistake. So this topic is about, for you, we're anticipating that you are an aggressive player and you want to learn the quote unquote right way to play tennis. So you have some diversity and versatility to your game. So this topic is telling you, when is it okay to push the ball? So this isn't a topic about pushers. It's just three scenarios. We're pushing the ball is a great idea. And I think the first one I think about is lobbying. And I also include in this just desperation shots where you're just in big trouble and you just have to get the ball over the net. And a lot of times lobbying is this typical scenario when that comes up. You're just way off the court. uh, You're in big trouble. You could go for a screaming winner, but you don't really have a shot at it. And all you can do is really just get your racket on it and get it over the net. We've all been in that scenario where you've put that extra ball in play and maybe the opponent overhit it or overestimated or misjudged it. But there's huge value in that kind of lobbying slash desperation situation of just getting the ball over the net. And to a credit to pushers, the name of the game is to get the ball over the net and inside the boundaries as consistently as possible. So there's one scenario. Uh, a lot of times maybe it comes on a block return where um, somebody's serving really fast. I don't necessarily call that a push, but the technique the technique of your swing is you're not really moving or swinging through the ball. So you're just blocking it and absorbing it. So I consider like the block return number two is a great time to push the ball because they're serving so hard and you have such little reaction time, pushing is really. A great idea. Uh, another situation I think a lot of people struggle with is what I call, number three, cleanup volleys. And I think in our teaching culture, the word punch is used all the time with volleys. So I think people have had that ingrained in their system to punch the ball. I got to punch the ball in the volleys. And what happens a lot of times is when they get a cleanup volley, this might be a situation where you've set up the point perfectly with your ground strokes, you're cruising into the net, and they're hitting one of these defensive lob-slash-desperation balls back to you. And all you've got to do is bump it, or a.k.a. push it, over the net into the open court to finish off the point. Uh, and a good example this was David Ferrer. He was excellent at the cleanup volley. He would just run, run, run. When we got on offense, he'd get leverage. And then if he called for he'd come into the net. But the only time he came into the net – was for a cleanup volley of somebody else's desperation where they were just trying to scoop the ball over the net. Uh, And I see what happens with a lot of amateur players is they struggle with the cleanup volley. They're swinging too much. They're overreacting or they're not moving their feet. And if you get a combination where you're not moving your feet and you're swinging at the ball, you're going to be very frustrated with cleanup volleys. So this is something that you really need to work on with your coach And a good idea is just to replicate the situations that go on in the matches, communicate with the coaches, and then just walk through it. First thing you want to do is walk through it with shadow swings. No ball. Just go through each shot sequence, move to where the next shot is, execute the shadow swing, and then when you get to the third or fourth shot, do the cleanup volley and just rehearse it. Then add the ball in there and go really slow and just work through it So you get all the stages and the movement and the technique down. So let's review that again. The three scenarios where pushing the ball is a great idea. We're talking about lobbying or desperation situations is number one. Two, we're talking about block returns where you don't have a lot of time to react and somebody's just smoking the ball at you. That could also come on an overhead where all you can do is just block the ball back. And finally, the third one is clean up volleys. Where you've got that kind of sitting duck right there and you don't want to overreact and you just want to nudge the ball or push it into the open court well thanks for listening to this episode of find your aha moment i'm brian lutz of backhand city and don't forget to rate review and subscribe to this podcast on itunes you can also follow along on spotify thanks for listening to this episode i'll talk to you tomorrow That's when- I knew it.